this is Linda Vetrus Nichols, and do I have an amazing woman to introduce you to, Madison Reed. Welcome, Madison. Hello, everyone. It's lovely to virtually meet you. I know, right? <laughs> oh, Madison, you have the coolest story of transformation. I had so much fun chatting with you about that. Would you share that with everybody? Yeah, of course. Uh, so I would say that something that I find really important uh, just as a journeying process for everyone is the idea of knowing yourself. If, if you don't know yourself, it's impossible. Maybe it's not impossible. Maybe you luck out. But I find that it's very difficult to know, A, what makes you happy, B, when you have what makes you happy, and C, when you should be, or maybe not should, let's not say should. It was not should on anybody, yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. But when there's the opportunity for you to move forward into further happiness versus when maybe your own limit, your own mental limitations are holding you back. Right. Um, so for me, I found that I was very grateful for my upbringing because I got to see the ways in which uh, not knowing yourself often translates to a lot of conflict between parents, siblings, all of that different realm. Right. Um, when you don't know yourself, it's impossible to be able to respond with and meet the other person where they are because all you can see is through your own lens. Right. But once you've identified that, you can say, if you're about to be triggered into, into something, you can see that lens and be like, oh, let's just flip that up. Oh, that's not what they need right now. That's what I would have needed. That's good to know. Let me focus on what they need. And then hopefully you're in healthy relationships that want to do the same for you, not necessarily making it one-sided. Right. Yeah. So what did that look like in your life? Yeah, for me, I found that both my siblings, they struggled with ADD and whatnot. Um, and so there was just a lot of emotions that were running high, but not necessarily the words to articulate or understand it. And that led to a lot of frustration through all members of the family, just because mm -hmm. at a certain point, there's so much yelling and you just, oh. I just want some quiet, please. Um, and you understand that the other person's in pain, but they don't know what to do about it. And they don't necessarily being younger, have a handle on it. Right. You also, you being me, uh, you might also be going through your own thing. So it's not necessarily a fair situation to be put in, but it still requires you to think through what might be the best options for everybody to heal instead of just shutting down on one person and boosting yourself. Right. So I would say that get, having the experience of, um, living with people who had a lot of emotion, but didn't necessarily through brain chemistry or through deep emotional wound, they didn't necessarily have a handle on it. And you can't change that situation. That's just a process of moving through it, different medications, different attempts, different therapeutic uh, remedies. But at a certain point, it's just, this is the circumstance. So how do you deal with it? How do you make sure that um, you're not offloading your frustration, but rather keeping the peace with yourself and trying not to add further damage. Mm -hmm. Wow. That's heavy duty, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So when you give advice, what does that mean mm. for you? Uh, advice is very tricky, isn't it? Uh, yes. It's, you wish there was a rule of thumb for everything. It would be nice if we could know exactly the right thing to do in every situation to get to the end goal that we desire. Yeah. Um, 
but the world's a crazy place if 2020 hasn't taught us anything. Uh, <laughs> so I found that advice, A, you have to be, there's so many different things that go through my mind. One, it's important to know yourself because otherwise the advice you give will only be healing your own self. Like it'll only be for you. It's not yeah. necessarily going to meet the other person where they are or see the context that they're in, the sure. pains that they are not valuing, but that are hitting them the most. Um, so that's the first thing is knowing yourself. Then I would kind of move into, okay, what matters to this other person? Are they in a place right now where they actually want the fix? Do they just want to be heard? Do they just want to wallow for wallowing? I think it's important just for a little bit when it goes too long. Okay. But you need to appreciate this wasn't fair for it to happen to me. And then you can move into, okay, but how did I choose this situation? And where am I? Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. If you don't let the ego have it say, then it just keeps the wall up and you never get through it the whole time. You just end yeah. up stuck there on the other side. Yeah. And you know what I've discovered is that, yeah, it also goes over and recruits the pain body, which mm. is like all the pain from the past. So like if that wasn't enough that it's screaming about, it just adds on, adds on, adds on until you're in fetal position, falling your eyes out. <laughs> oh my god! And the longer it goes unchecked, the more forgotten it becomes. Where it still lives and it builds, like you said, it compounds with all these little things adding up. But it becomes so difficult to trace that thread back. Where it's like, yeah, I was irritated about this person who cut me off in line the other day, and then it takes an hour to work back to, oh, because I was taught as a child that it's important to like this is a symbol of respect. This is a symbol of fairness. So when you do that, you're disrespecting every single person in the line and putting yourself beyond. So it takes a long time to figure out where that uh, thread kind of starts from. For sure. Yeah. Like what really triggered me? <laughs> like, is it really this person or is it like my upbringing? <laughs>